I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of the Hollywood Life podcast. There is so much to discuss today. We have a lot of hot topics going on in Hollywood. Um, And before we get there, I want to introduce my fabulous co-host, a leader trailblazer in the industry uh, with all of her incredible stories about Hollywood and entertainment. She knows everything. Bonnie Fuller. (laughs) <laughs> oh, Allie. Wow. I am like bowled over <laughs> by that introduction. <laughs> um, yes. Well, we do have so much to talk about today. And there's a lot that you can, I think, speak to on these topics after covering them um, and just knowing a lot about them and the players involved. Um, but before we get into that, just a reminder to everybody to stay listening after Bonnie and I have our chat because we have an awesome interview with Chelsea and Cole DeBoer, who have their new show, Down Home Fab, coming out on HGTV. So make sure you stay listening for that. Allie, this has been like the most jam-packed news week since I think, God, I don't know, like months, just like one thing after another, starting with really sad news and so unexpected, the passing of Lisa Marie Presley, of course, the only child of the legendary Elvis Presley. And she died suddenly at the age of 54, uh, went into cardiac arrest. And it was just two days before that she was out with her mom, Priscilla, who's 77, at the Golden Globes on on a really happy occasion, celebrating the success and awards being given um, for the new Elvis movie, um, you know, starring Austin Butler. And he thanked them like he gave them the most heartfelt thanks. It was really a wonderful moment. I'm glad they had that moment and had it together. But um, it truly is kind of the end of an era mm-hmm. with Lisa Marie Presley because she was so in the spotlight as the only child of Elvis and Priscilla when, you know, he was the number one star in the entire world. Yeah, it's incredibly heartbreaking. And it was it was such a shock, I think, was the was the biggest thing. And and um because she had been out two days prior with her mom celebrating this movie and celebrating the life of her dad. And she had been on the press tour for Elvis alongside of Austin Butler the entire time. Um, Even more so than Priscilla, Lisa Marie and her daughter, Riley Keough have been really present for Austin and gave their blessing to him for his role playing Elvis and she has been, I feel, more in the spotlight in the last year and a half, two years than she had in a while. And something that was very, I I don't know. I don't want to speculate here. I will say that um, her son, Benjamin Keough, yes. Riley Keough's 
brother passed away via by suicide uh, last year. And reports have been saying that she just was, and, and, and at the time her publicist had said that she's heartbroken. Like she's, well, of course. she's never going to get over this. She is never going to fall through. Like, like it's just, she is, she was devastated. And her last few posts on Instagram had been about him. And I, I just, I'm like curious that, you know, she's suffered cardiac arrest. Like I just, I'm curious if it, you know, she, it was a broken heart. It was all of this loss in her life. Like I, you know, they've, they've done the autopsy. Um, they have a delay autopsy right now due to a toxicology report. So we're waiting on that. Um, yeah, I don't think we're not going to know the results of that for a few weeks, but you know, it, it, she, despite what you would imagine being born this child of privilege, you know, these two beautiful parents, um, Elvis had, had made a, a fortune, not as big a fortune as we all thought. And I think that came out very much in, in the, the recent film about him because so much of his money was siphoned off by his, uh, this, this disreputable manager that he had, but still her mother did a really good job of kind of, of, of growing the, the, what was left. And so you would thought she's this child of privilege, um, money, every opportunity and yet she had a really tragic life overall and losing her son to suicide this beloved son um her her two oldest children riley and benjamin so she lost an oldest one of her oldest children and you know she she had four marriages so kind of romantic love had eluded her she was very much in the spotlight when mm -hmm. she was married to Michael Jackson. Yeah. And I didn't know about that. I just read about that since her passing that she and Elvis had like this really, or not Elvis, I'm sorry, that uh, she and Michael, Michael Jackson had this really like secret relationship where they'd like talk each other through things and had like phone calls and stuff. And he proposed to her over the phone um, when he was in the midst of one of his scandals and they found like solace in each other and probably understanding, especially because- Michael Jackson kind of followed in Elvis's footsteps as yeah. well. Yeah. Yes. Part, but it's very interesting to me. Yeah. So she never found true love. She had a lot of of money issues. She she herself had a bad business manager and lost a lot of money. Um she was in the midst of a custody dispute with her I think it was second no, third husband. So she had was married to Michael Jackson, Nicolas Cage for a very short period of time. Then Danny Keogh, yes. who was more long-term, they split. And then she was married to Michael Lockwood with whom she had her two, her twin daughters, who I think are about 16 now. So she and Michael were in a custody dispute over the girls. Meanwhile, she got back together with Danny Keogh, husband number three, and he, he, they were living together at the time of her death. And he, in fact, gave her CPR and tried to resuscitate her. Um, so, you know, she she really had a troubled life. And I'm not sure that she had a tremendous amount of happiness. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that anybody could recover from a child committing suicide. But the other thing is, is that her father, Elvis, he died of a, a basically a, a heart attack at the age of 44. Now he's taking a lot of drugs. Right. And then 
Her grandmother, Elvis's mother, died at the age of 46, also of a heart attack, though she was a heavy drinker. But, you know, lots of people take drugs, they drink, right. they, don't, I think Lisa well, they don't die that right. young. Right. And I do think Lisa Marie had addiction issues, yes. if I'm not mistaken. In her past, she did. Yes. Right. And she talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um. And as a correction, quickly, just her her twins are 14 years old. But okay. yes, and Danny Keough, with the story of what had happened that's being reported is that he was taking them to school, came back, and the housekeeper had found her unconscious. And so he was giving her CPR until paramedics arrived. Right. Um, and, you know, I, I just, I'm looking at videos and pictures and seeing her, you know, the, at the Golden Globes and a few reporters now that have had spoken to her that night said that they felt like something was off. Um, and so, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't know, like what, it's just so shocking and so surprising. And so, you know, you always want to look for answers when somebody passes away. So suddenly like this, I think that yeah. it makes it, you know, you just, you want to know. It's awful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, I think in retrospect, you know, people are looking back and, and saying things that they never would have said that would have observed if that hadn't happened. I mean, clearly she must've thought she was okay because she was there living her life. Her mother, a, a very concerned mother, you know, hadn't taken her to the hospital or gone right. as far as we know, there didn't seem to be any concerns about her health, but it seemed right. like something did run in the family. Um, you know, maybe the combination of the heart issue and addiction issues, but she had been clean for a number of years, but nevertheless, drug use can damage your heart. And if you already have a weak heart, sure. then- but, you know, so now, uh, you know, her, the, apparently there could, there could be issues over the cost, over the custody of the twin daughters, yeah. because the girls are back living with their biological dad. Um, and that's Michael Lockwood. And there, there is a report that there may be some kind of custody battle for them, which would be so terrible if that thing occurred, because that's the last thing those girls are going to need. Right. Yeah. That's awful. Um, it's just a really sad situation. And uh, my heart goes out to Priscilla to Riley yeah. Keough that's now lost her mom and her brother um, and Danny Keough. I mean, it's just, it's tragic and heartbreaking for this family. Yeah. And Priscilla, I mean, Priscilla's lost a daughter she has another son and he, his name is, um, let's see, Navarine, I think he's, he's a lot younger than Lisa Marie. And he posted, um, you know, more mourning his sister, but he said something kind of odd. He said, even though you and I didn't always see eye to eye, I loved you. Mm. And so could, who knows what issues were going on between the two of them, but it is sad I think every every sibling, like so many families, have got so many dynamics that are going on, and this is a, this is a really complicated family situation. Very, very. very. Well, she's so, going to be buried now at Graceland, next to her father and next to Benjamin. Yes, um, it's it's heartbreaking, but I know she did so much for Graceland too, and she helped kind of revive 
that following, uh, like you had said, some money issues. So um, hopefully, you know, she'll be, you know, at peace and oh, it's very sad, um, very sad news. But moving on to some kind of weird news, I guess I would say. Sad to weird. Um, so from, from sad to weird, um, as you mentioned, it's, it's been a big news week. Um, Kanye West got married to uh to a, a employee of his <laughs> yes Bianca <laughs> Bianca Sensori so what you said married in kind of a funny way yes. and you're right because the one outlet that reported this originally said it wasn't a legal marriage that it seems to have been more of a spiritual marriage but they do seem to be going through the motions of a marriage because Kanye's walking around with a big gold band on the left finger. I mean, the fourth finger of his left hand. Yeah. And he's been seen. He's been photographed. Hollywood Life has got the pictures of him wearing that ring. And they did go on a honeymoon to this super luxurious resort spa in Utah. Mm -hmm. And he's written lyrics in a song that has her name and it has to do with marriage It's sort of commenting on marriage so it, it you know it seems as if they're living it as if it is a legal marriage uh, maybe it's wise for him not to have a legal marriage but in terms of all of his money but on the other hand if they live together for too long she's going to have a claim on it anyway true um it's very interesting to me so Okay, we spotted Kanye for the first time in weeks out with her at the Waldorf Hotel, Astoria Hotel in Beverly Hills, where um, TMZ said that he might be living. And that's when they saw him with this band on. And they, it, it was, it was like, what? Like, where'd you go, Kanye? Like your divorce got finalized and you disappeared. And then you two months ago, just two months ago. Yeah. Your divorce got finalized. You disappeared. Not even two months ago. It's December 5th. And then you got married. Like what's wrong with him? Like, does he need a a woman just to be like, is he that like, I don't know. He's probably, yes, he's probably really needy. Um, The guy's got a giant ego and, um, now the thing is, is that she's got she's been at his, at his company, um, for I think since 2020, and she's got an odd title like head of architecture. architecture? So, yeah, I'm not sure what architecture they're doing, but anyway, she's got it. But she's been photographed wearing his clothes, even, you know, for quite some time, like here and there, wearing his outfits. I do think it's odd that all his girlfriends since he split up with Kim look like Kim. Yeah. Got this, she's got this long, dark hair. Her facial structure looks like Kim. Gorgeous, bodacious figure like Kim. Um, she, of course, is wearing his clothes. And, you know, we're now looking at Chaney, Chaney Jones, who mm-hmm. looked just like Kim. Julia Fox, who looked a lot like Kim. And now... And Julia Fox doesn't look that much like him. Well, she did though, because the dark hair, and then he would dress her. Well, that's true. Like Kim. But he would dress Kim. Yes. Kim wasn't wearing her own clothes. Like he, like, and she says that he completely reinvented Kim Kardashian. 
style. So he's just doing the same thing for these women. Right. Not yeah. that, like, but some of them do definitely look like him. Um, but something, well, and then this woman cut off her hair and dyed it blonde. So now she's well, like- Kim has had her hair, hair blonde. blonde. Yes. Kim has done that look she's, too. She's chopped, but- um, Or she's wearing a wig. You never know. She'd be wearing a wig. Yeah. Um, I just felt like, something my friends and I were talking about is that Kanye in the past two years, I would say three, four years, four years has had so many, like seven years actually has had <laughs> so much drama surrounding him yeah. and so many things like, that people don't want to be associated with. Like, not just like, Oh, like he said this and said that like, like the Nazism and the anti-Semitism and the, anti-democracy and the the, the the this and the that it's, it's been there's it's been non-stop and constant to the point where brands aren't associating with him no, People he's been dropped by he's been dropped by every brand, every brand. yes why as he should be uh, yes why are these random women still wanting to be around him and like marry him and like date him like what's the what's the draw here he's his money's cut off he had to close down everything he's a terrible person like what's the draw well listen he may he may have lost very lucrative deals but he's still got a lot of money in the bank and he still got big name and sadly still has a following like a big following so yeah you can you can see why certain women would or people in general are still going to want to be attracted to him and spend time with him. But no, he's, he's, you know, he's terrible. He's a terrible person. I think that Kim is clearly so relieved to not be associated with him and, and clearly so glad that she separated before he started, you know, spouting his anti-Semitism. I mean, you know, he had dinner with, um, I mean, he's been spouting anti-Semitism for the last few months. Yeah. And then he had dinner with a renowned white supremacist anti-Semite with Donald at the together with Donald Trump, who also has really has associated with both of these, like mm-hmm. these type of groups, um, with the Proud Boys, the Oath Keepers. And, um, you know, it's, I don't think Kanye would be in the news on anything but getting married. So you wonder, could it just be a publicity stunt? Because nobody was giving him press. I mean, we weren't writing about him. We're not going to write about those kind of terrible things. Right. Agreed. And Kim appears to be like a little shady about the whole thing um she had posted but then deleted right after this news broke i'm in my quiet girl era i don't have much to say uh and so i don't think she wants to have much to say she just must be like i said so relieved that she's moved on she separated with him you know before he went down this road and and i think even when he was supporting trump it was hard for her like when oh, he I was a Trump supporter, period, that was really hard for her. Well, and w- not just that when he decided to run, when he ran for president. Oh, yeah. Let's not forget that to do with that. first ran for president. And that's when he talked about wanting to like abort North and things like that. Like, and that was, that was when it was like a final straw. And he started tweeting about Chris, like that mm-hmm. really was, it was a dark time. Um, and 
I feel like Kim, like you said, is, is very happy to be separate from him. Um, I am curious. She threw Chicago a fifth birthday party this past weekend. Um, and in their divorce, it does state that Kanye is allowed to attend all birthday parties and be present yeah. and stuff. So I, I'm curious if he came, uh, I'm sure we'll hear about it one way or another from him. Yes. Uh, we're going to be looking so. into that with Hollywood life. Yeah. But, you know, who knows? Maybe he was busy with his new wife. I think she's happy that he's busy with a new wife. It, you know, yeah. take his attention oh. elsewhere. And someone else can of- take care of him and like not, you know, have to, she won't have to, it's not her job anymore. No. Um, and I just hope he, you know, goes away and that we don't hear about, like have to hear about him anymore because you know, un- unless he really under- comes to understand you know, these terrible things that he's been saying and understand how awful they are. I don't think I sure don't want to hear from him. Yep. Um, and to our third story of the day, uh, something going down today is that Julie Chrisley and Todd Chrisley, it is their time to report to jail. They've been uh, sentenced and they've had like a few weeks, months of yeah, weeks, just Three weeks. weeks before they've, they've been, you know, summoned and uh, it's kind of shocking. I can't believe it. Oh no, it's totally shocking. He's got 12 years to serve. That's a uh-huh. long, sentence. that's a long time. And she has seven. Yeah. That's a long time. They both yeah. have a long time to serve. Um, And listen, you and I, we've interviewed them both. We have interviewed Todd at least twice. He, yep. we've, he's been on the podcast. We interviewed Julie not that long ago about her um, Weight Watchers diet and yeah. association. We've interviewed Savannah a couple of times, their daughter. Uh, and she's a lovely girl. I mean, just, she didn't do anything wrong. And we interviewed Chase, her brother, with her. Yep. So we've kind of met this family <laughs> a lot. And you know, to think of where they were with a, a TV show, with TV show, podcasts, um, all kinds of of deals and, you know, endorsement deals, and now going to jail. Um, you know, Todd, let's just talk a little bit about how, what um, Todd was like. Like, he was very effusive when we Every, would interview him. Yes. All very high energy. Them very high energy, so sweet, so open to chatting, so proud of their family, proud of where they come from, just excited about the future always. Um Savannah in particular, they she she was very open, open. They were they were very um like they're a very pious family, very faithful, um and kind. Well, I mean, listen, this is the, this is the image that they have, um, you know, but just getting back to Todd, like he was always very, I think, you know, joking around about the rumors about his marriage with Julie. And cause there were kind of, there were rumors, like, is it a real marriage? And I mean, he kind of addressed that when we interviewed him and insisted that, you know, that it's a great marriage that he and Julie terrific relationship, pretty hot relationship. <laughs> she, she pretty much backed that up when we talked to her. 
Um, so that's great. That's fine. <laughs> no hints that they were squirreling away to money and not paying their taxes. And um, she talked, you know, very much about uh, the challenges of her weight and yeah. her image, body image. Savannah was engaged, remember, and then not engaged. And we discussed that, her relationship and why she broke that off. Yeah. Um, and so for those listening, they were, uh, Todd and Julie were, um, pled not guilty to 12 counts, um, in a federal indictment for, um, they were accused of, of wire fraud, conspiracy to commit bank fraud. Um, and they were found guilty on all 12 counts. So, um, they right. and they weren't paying taxes. That was part right. of this. There was um tens of millions of dollars of tax evasion as well. Um, a lot, a lot. It is a big federal crime. Um, and so they have continued to fight for their innocence, though. And just the other day, they were denied bond. Um, and so Hollywood Life did get an exclusive report on that, and just kind of like. Their feelings as they, you know, report to, to jail to serve their sentences, serve their time. Um, and our insider had said that they were just absolutely crush, uh, crushed. However, oh, they yeah. continue to, like, not give up hope. Like, we do see them continue to fight this. And and this was. Uh, well, yeah, from what I understand, though, because we've talked to lawyers, is that they can't appeal the verdict at this point. It would be almost impossible and what they can try and do is to appeal the the sentence, the exact sentence. But that's really difficult as well, because they have to prove that um, the judge made a mistake, um, that there was you know, some certain facts that went into making the sentence, that those are, are incorrect. It's a pretty high, high bar to try and overturn the, the actual sentence itself, even. Mm -hmm. So. They're probably, they pro probably don't have much hope in terms of not going to prison for the length of time that they are sentenced to. Yeah. It's crazy. Like Todd's going to be 65 years old when he gets out of jail. Um, And, you know, I think that's something that makes this even more difficult other than just like going to having to go to jail is that it's playing out in front of the entire world. Like the world is watching this occur and this um, take place. And it's, it's just, it, it's this Southern bell family that you have watched. People have watched and been fans of for so long that is kind of crumbling. Yeah. Now the TV show of course is canceled. Their podcasts are canceled. Yeah. It's everything that they put their work into for many, many years is, is done. You know, it's kind of incredible. I think about all the reality stars that have ended up in jail. Yeah. Like, I mean, how do these people manage to get on TV shows? It seems like a high percentage of them can get convicted of crimes. Well, it's interesting too, because I think so many of them have to do with money. And I think yeah. it's because they had never had that kind of money before. So they're you know, try to do anything in their power to keep it. It seems like if you look at Teresa and- um, and Joe, Judith, yeah. yeah. At Teresa and Joe. And then um, you look at Lisa from Salt Lake City, from House of Salt Lake City. Like that was a, some sort of fraud. Like there's a, all of these- And people. Shaw. Yep. Yeah. 
Jen Shaw. Jen Shaw, not Lisa. Yeah. Jen Shaw. Yeah, from Salt Lake um, City. Yep. I mean, I guess, I don't know. I hope that they have like, like, are they in a nice prison? Like, is it, I know it's not maximum security, but. I don't think, I don't think any kind of prison is. Is it nice? <laughs> right? I'm like, oh, what's prison like? I don't even know. Uh, well, yeah, again, what the, what we've heard so far. Oh no, because we, we learned what prison, the prisons they're going to. They are, they are more medium, um, minimum security prisons. Um, so they're not going to be with hardcore you know, murderers right and uh uh i don't know who else goes into <laughs> violent violent criminals violent they're not going to be with, go, 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 go. be with violent criminals but still you can't go out like you're stuck in prison yeah. you're you're there yep it's, it's sad i'm sad for their kids that's yeah. who i feel the most for their kids who are and their granddaughter of course their granddaughter as well but their kids who like and their granddaughter who are kind of thrown into this situation without having any control over it or being at fault like that's something that's just so sad it's like the innocence always pays for the you know adults mistakes yeah and the the little granddaughter i think her yes. name is chloe like she's gonna she's been raised by them they've been her parents Mm -hmm. And, um, and so, because her own parents couldn't take care of her. And so now her whole life is being completely changed. Yeah. Well, and they're yeah. just gonna miss what a sad news this week. So sad. Like they're going to miss so much. Like what if Savannah does get engaged and then married or has a kid or, you know, chase and I mean, like there's well, so all many those things are going to happen in 12 right? years. Uh -huh. Exactly. And it's very, it's, 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 it's heartbreaking. It's really heartbreaking. It sounds almost like a TV show. And speaking of TV shows and content, Bonnie, what have you been watching this week or reading or shopping for that you want to share? Okay. What have I, okay. I just watched, um, cause I want to watch Oscar movies. Oh yeah. Okay. But I'm, I'm not going to get the title right, but it's the, the, the Banshee movie. Oh, Banshees yes. of Inisharan. Inisharan. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. Colin, Fer Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleason. So I yeah. just watched that. And yeah. I thought it was billed as a comedy. Have you seen it? No, but I interviewed for, for National Board of Review. I prepped for my interviews with, with Brendan and Colin and, and I do know what it is about and it is not a comedy at all. Oh my God. It is oh not God. a comedy. I don't yeah. know who's, who said that. I mean, I've heard it described that way. I guess people might think it's a dark comedy. Dark comedy. I don't even think there was anything comedy about it. It was really comedy. I'd call it a tragedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's essentially about like this guy. And, it, and this like makes me sad. I, for some reason, more than relationship, like breakups, friendship breakups really get me. And so Brendan Gleeson's character decides he doesn't want to be friends anymore with Colin Farrell's character. And he like cuts off his fingers every time Colin Farrell. Oh, wait, wait, don't give away everything. Well, it's not, oh. <laughs> not no, won't give away anything, everything, but no, like spoiler alert, but like, cause that's in the, um, it's in the trailer. Oh, okay. Um, cause I haven't seen it, but I just, yeah, I mean, listen, he tries to ghost him, which is 
Yeah, God, is, that's so mean. I know, which is so mean, but it's really hard to ghost your best friend when you live in this village that probably has like a hundred people yeah. and you, there's only one pub that everybody goes to. So it's, it is really sad that he does that. And then, but then the repercussions of it are just so epically tragic. Yeah. That is such a Martin McDonough film. Like, so what, like who does that? Like who for like, why do you not talk to your friend? It's so sad. (laughs) Well, who does not just that, but then what he does with his fingers. Like, and why, like, why is that so serious? Um, But so did you like it though, in the end, like Oscar deserving? Well, the performances are definitely Oscar deserving. Um, Colin Farrell was amazing. Brendan Gleeson was amazing. Um, and oh my God, the I really want to go to Ireland. Wow, mm, it's so beautiful. The landscape was incredible. Um, I don't know that I would say I enjoyed it. I thought yeah. it was definitely gave me a lot to think about. Um, I don't know that I would tell everybody to run out and see it unless Jake, you really want to be on top of all the Oscar oh, movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, but. I think what you can take away from it is, is what is important about life. Like it really made you think about what are the most important things about life. The other thing is that it would be really hard to live in a tiny town. I think we're really lucky that we live in much bigger and that the world is more cosmopolitan than mm-hmm. the world that they lived in. Yeah, definitely. Um, I do always feel like Oscar movies kind of are like that. Like you're not necessarily sure if you liked them or not, but yeah. you definitely learn something from all of them. You know, I think that the themes are what make them Oscar contending. And of course the performances. Yeah. Okay, Ali, what about you? For me, obviously Rich and I are still chugging away at Yellowstone, but <laughs> I started watching Ginny and Georgia. Oh, and I, because I had heard all this buzz about season two. And so I was like, well, I should maybe just start to watch it on solo because he won't watch it with me. Um, and so I started watching it, got through season one. And I started to notice that I was feeling a little anxious. It was making me kind of like, it, similarly, Bonnie, to Banshees and how like the friend, there's these friendship dynamics and friendship breakups. Like I was like, oh, this kind of takes me back to like middle school and high school. And I don't like it. Like, ugh. Um, but at the same time, the performances are amazing. And there's like, I thought I was getting into watching like Gilmore Girls. A yeah. little bit, and it's not. No. It is like, <laughs> no. it's like teenage angst, murder, hate, and a like, lot of darkness. It's dark. And so I did not really realize what I was getting into, but I'm in, I'm in deep and I'm halfway through season two. So I'll let you know what I think next week. <laughs> Okay. And I, I should probably start, I kind of gave up on it. I watched part of season one, but I found all those things, the darkness. And I think I just got caught in a couple of slow episodes, but yeah, maybe yeah. I should give another try. Cause I know lots, lots of people out there love it. it anyway, listen guys, you know, we've been talking a lot about all the news because there was so much, but yes. you've got to listen, stay and listen to our great interview with Chelsea and Cole DeBoer and 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 hear all about their new show, which I also yep. watched, Down Home Fab, which was exactly. really good. And if you like homes and you like home renovation, you got to tune into it. 
Definitely. Guys, tune in. Um, it's a really fun interview. We, of course, also mentioned some teen mom things if you are a fan of Chelsea and Cole from Teen Mom. Uh, so make sure to stay on and listen and listen again to us next Tuesday. We have new episodes dropping every Tuesday. Um, so subscribe, like, do all the fun things. We have got. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Not one, but two exciting guests today. And uh, yeah, they are related, but uh, they are both, you know, very uh, strong personalities in their own. And they've got a new show to talk about. But before I introduce them, I'm going to say hi to my co-anchor, Ali Stagnita. Hey, Ali, how you doing? I'm good. Um, yes, I'm so excited for these guests, especially because I just moved into a new apartment. I am doing some redesign. I need their advice. I'm staring at boxes that my fiance has been yelling at me about for the past few weeks that I need to clean up. So Bonnie, I'm going to let you introduce our guests because uh, they have a great new HGTV show that we are really pumped to talk about. Yes, um, this couple... Who's my new favorite couple? <laughs> they have got a new HGTV television show starting. And so everybody welcome Chelsea and Cole DeBoer. Hi, guys. Hi. Hello. I love how you're all cuddled up there. <laughs> We're all a wheelchair. Yep. So nice and snug. Like that is impressive in itself for a couple that actually is in business together and has four kids. We right? still like each other after all yep. of that, which is, I think, a good sign. Well, after we get all of the decor tips, we're going to have to talk about relationships. Marriage tips. Yeah, I need both of those from you guys, actually. <laughs> yes, because we all, everyone wants to be PDAing after four kids. Yes. Marriage. <laughs> Um, so you, you two have this fabulous new show, I guess that's the right word to use because it's called down home fab and, um, it is on HGTV starting January 16th at nine o'clock and it really documents your work together Mm -hmm. on like redesigning and renovating, like creating beautiful homes. I'm not sure if you're going to do more than homes, but beautiful homes in uh, South Dakota, Mm -hmm. uh, where you live. And I happened to see the first episode already. And I mean, you really transformed uh, this place. It was um, a house owned by your wedding planner and, you know, it had great space, but yeah, it, it really, it needed a, a big facelift. Yeah. And I mean, it's amazing what you did. So tell us about this show and how you got into this. And yeah. So, um, starting from the beginning, we mm-hmm. built our house and when we were finished, we were just like, kind of almost bummed because we enjoyed the process so much. We were like, how can we can continue to do this? Because mm-hmm. we felt like we had fun during the process. We 
both enjoyed it. We enjoyed doing it together. And so this just seemed like a good next step to do um, together. And it's just kind of grown from there. It's just seeing the transformation of these places from before and after is just wild. And it is just so, it's fascinating. Yeah, and it's very rewarding. And being able to do it together, I, I mean, who doesn't want to do amazing things with their wife? <laughs> well, Listen, and- a lot of people don't want to work together. <laughs> That's true. That's why That's I'm true. so impressed. Like they think that'll be the end of the marriage. Honestly, my fiance was working from home on Monday just for a day, and we yeah. almost killed each other. So. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> we um, went into the we went into the building process too a little nervous because everyone's like, you know, good luck because most couples are at right. each other's throat by the end yeah. of it. We're like, this is fun. Like, there's more here for us. Like, yeah. We never had an issue. We, it was just a lot. We of- always kind of look at these days where we'll go pick out like finishes or whatever. We're like, let's just make this a little date day and right. we just make it yeah. a good time. Yeah. So Cole, you do kind of like the physical stuff. You're doing the building, you're working with your hands. And then Chelsea, you are more on the creative side. Um, How like do you typically kind of like combine your visions together? Like how does that work? for you mm-hmm. guys but like communication I guess is probably a really big part of it I mean it's definitely if whenever he god love ya sometimes <laughs> he'll have an idea for like the design and I'm like mm-hmm. uh-huh. <laughs> That's a nice idea. but ultimately like we do stay in like our little lane like I definitely don't try to get into like the construction stuff and he really doesn't try to get into the design stuff I guess so it kind of works out just naturally I feel like I'm more of a dream crusher crusher because she'll she'll come to me with all these things that she wants and I'm like that can't happen I can't can't do that I'm like (laughs) figure out find a way yeah not does it or or does that tend to be because of price because you've got a budget or it's just like Mm -hmm. it's physically impossible to I, (laughs) I would say it's a little of both yeah sometimes it's both because she does like expensive things. I will say that. <laughs> so we all, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so sometimes it's just not in the budget. If there's like a specific wall or, I mean, we've learned so much in this process. Mm. Like you can't just go in and knock down everything you see or right. want to, you know, there's certain things just can't be done. Every, every, house, wall, every house has something that, you know, there's right. something. What is it called? Like that wall the, that keeps the house standing? Like, yeah. Right? yeah right Right. you you can't take that we hate those yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh when go ahead ahead, no go ahead (laughs) and what i'm wondering now you know we know that in a show they have to kind of take certain leaps but it's like chelsea it seemed like when you walk in to a place or as you're walking through the ideas of what to do to call, to um, you know make a hallway be a dramatic mm-hmm. entrance or like right. to go into a kitchen and look at the cabinets and know that they're going to look incredible in black, which is something I would never think of. Like, mm-hmm. do things really come like to your your mind fast? Yes, they kind of do. Some things come immediately, and I can just kind of see what it's going to look like in the end. And then other times I do have to take more time and really sit down and think about it. And I'll, I take so many pictures and then I'll just obsess and I'll sit at home and I'll go through the pictures 
a million times and it just like kind of builds from there. Was this something that you always had an interest in and had like, you know, kind of like a, almost like a sixth right. sense? I think it's a sixth sense because <laughs> you should see what I've been trying to put together in here. And, but like, you know, that cohesion and like being able to like be really consistent with it and like take the time to do that. Is that something you always enjoyed? And then you guys didn't really know that you could do until you built your own house. Yeah. I feel like I've always had an interest in anything, whether it's makeup or fashion or home design and all of that kind of goes together in a way, I think. And so just, I think from building our house, it just brought out this whole new area of that. Um, that was always there. I mean, we've always been watching, we always watch HGTV, watch the shows. It's always definitely been an interest for us. And so being able to finally live it out was, I mean, it just created a whole new thing for us. Yeah. I feel like you've just, you love pretty things. And I, I don't know, is that saying something about myself? Maybe. <laughs> maybe. I think it's that about yourself. Well, I'll go with the kids are really pretty. <laughs> yeah, there yes. you go. And Cole, you like pretty things. Chelsea. <laughs> Thanks, right. bye. I mean, also. that's just a given. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, so do your kids get involved with this too? Do you, you know, go to them to help pick some things out or even when it came to designing your own home, like with their rooms and things like that? Right. Aubrey is 13. So she definitely has her own sense of style. And like, we, we try to include them as much as we can. Mm -hmm. Watson does like to help pull with like tools and stuff. And so does Lane too. Yeah. She's very like, on so it'll be fun to have this as the kids are growing up because yeah. like how fun to be able to have your family involved in like your business and to see like what they're interested in and Aubrey's always up on the coolest hippest trends so right. it's oh. kind of nice to hear her point of view and we automatically have four employees so yeah <laughs> and you don't have to pay them yeah. oh my gosh child labor yeah <laughs> I, I'm seeing like a chip and Joanna uh situation here that's, yeah. what I, that's what I'm getting the vibe <laughs> love that now wait how do you do you describe your style on the show but I'd like to have you guys describe what your kind of overall style is how do you describe your home decorating style yeah I feel like our personal style is kind of rustic mixed with more modern pieces I like the feeling I kind of like the feeling of like a lodge. I like to feel cozy and warm. I, I don't want to walk into a house and ever feel like cold or like you can't just plop down on the couch. Mm -hmm. So I, I like a cozy feel. I mean, we call it South Dakota chic a lot, but, um, that's just kind of where we go. We like, you know, cow hides and antlers and all that kind of thing, but that's how I would describe our personal style. Mm -hmm. I think South Dakota chic. And the clients that you guys were taking on, I mean, who were these people? Obviously, the first one that we see in episode one yeah. is your wedding planner. It's somebody that you know. Um, were you working with people you didn't know? And how yeah. exactly, like, did you come to find these people? Yeah, so a lot of it comes, like, from word of mouth. South Dakota is pretty small. Sioux Falls are, is our biggest city here, but mm -hmm. still not huge compared to like other cities so it's a lot of word of mouth you know social media is huge mm -hmm. and um 
So it is some people that we knew or knew through someone else, but yeah. other times it was people that had just heard about us through other people and we didn't know them. So mm -hmm. that I can't even tell you which one was scarier because I don't know, it's right. scarier to, you know, because yeah. the expectations are there or yeah. like something you don't know. Yeah. It's right. kind of like, I'm going to open the door and are we friends after this yeah. or not? <laughs> right. like business and friendship and like, yeah, yeah. that it's hard. It's like, well, you went over budget. We're not friends anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> Is what do you think are, um, I mean, in this case, in the, the the first episode, the couple really did trust you. And yeah. even though they had some misgivings about, you know, could you lighten their right. uh, yes. rock wall around their fireplace, but they let you, you know, go for it. Does everyone on the show let you go for it in real, like in real life, when you take on other clients, yeah. do they... <laughs> Is it a mix of people that let you go for it and then others where they, they want to, you know, kind of try to micromanage, I guess, everything? There's definitely a mix. Yeah, I feel like there was a mix. But I think you just have to reassure some people more than others, mm -hmm. you know, give them examples, um, show them kind of what you're thinking. And sometimes you have to hold some people's hands a little bit more than others. But mm -hmm. for the most part, people who come to us already have that trust or they feel comfortable so we've been lucky in that way to be able to really get creative and right go all for it mm -hmm. and I feel like the people that are maybe a little more reserved we kind of mm -hmm. like, like come on just come let on. us let's push it a little bit <laughs> that's part of our job I feel yeah. like is you know you have to kind of push people out of their comfort zone a little right. bit but just you always want them to still feel comfortable right do you guys think that you will keep in uh, South Dakota or would you kind of expand the clientele to surrounding states, surrounding areas um, and like on location? Right. I don't know because this is, we both born and raised here in South Dakota. Right. So we have like such a strong connection that it's just like, we want to make South Dakota like just hardcore. Mm. But I mean, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. I guess the sky's the limit, you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. definitely and, and there's enough demand from uh people in South Dakota to because I mean it, it's not a hugely populated right. state but you've got enough demand for yes. people that really yeah. want to do this kind of makeover right. people yeah. like South Dakota's popping it's popping <laughs> we're popping <laughs> good to know <laughs> um, in terms of like why do you think I mean there are, a, I love how you said, Chelsea, that you want to go to a house and, and you like it to be cozy and comfy and be able to plop in a couch. But I see so many renovations where it's like you walk in and it's so pristine and none of the furniture looks like you could be comfortable sitting on it. Like what, what do you think of sort of that ultra modern, like, um, so spare and perfect. What do I think of it? Yeah, like it's a lot of people do that. Yeah, I think visually yeah. it looks very clean and nice, but it just doesn't give, I feel like my style and what I like to give people is I want it to feel warm and cozy. So mm -hmm. like, I don't know. I don't, I think it looks nice, looks nice on Instagram or in a yeah. magazine, but I want to give people that cozy, warm feeling when they walk in. Well, especially if you have a family and kids, it's just- yeah. That practical. style is not practical. Yeah. I mean, 
<laughs> let's be honest, my kids would probably walk in and be like, hmm, this isn't dirty yet. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. Um, Let me get on these walls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That could add my little touch right here. Yeah. Um, Chelsea, you also have your home decor line, Aubrey mm -hmm. says, um, which is so sweetly named after your daughter. Yeah. Um, can you tell us, like, are you going to be featuring some of that decor on the show? And do you think you'll expand it even further now that you have the show? I mean, I would love to expand it further. We're really working on it behind the scenes, mm -hmm. kind of a revamp and new products and stuff like that. So I'm very excited about that and what that's going to become. And hopefully we can continue to grow that to be something amazing. Mm -hmm. How did you guys come to the decision that you were ready to return to television as well? Like with your family, right. um, you were ready to put yourselves back out there, your kids back out there. Mm -hmm. That was a process. Right. There, I, I feel like there was never a point where we're like, we, when we left um, Teen Mom, there wasn't a point where we're like, okay, we don't think we will ever be on TV again because we liked that whole process. It just wasn't the right situation. I don't think, you know, it, this is so different. It's focusing on, you know, our business, us and not really deep diving into personal lives mm -hmm. of our kids, which was a huge thing for us. And HGTV has just been amazing throughout the whole time. Like if we weren't yeah. comfortable with something, which we never even ran into that, but they made it clear, like, please tell us. And we felt like there was a lot of open communication. Yeah. There's a lot of support. It's all positive. I mean, right. It was just uplifting and fun. I, it, there was nothing. Yeah. There's no issues at all. Right. So that, that definitely gave us some reassurance there. Mm -hmm. Like, let's go. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess too, is when your kids are getting older, like Aubrey's 13, it, that gets a lot harder in terms yeah. of, yeah, because, you know, then their friends are like, well, I saw you on TV and I saw what was right. going on with your parents. And uh, that is where like, it just, it got harder in the end. It yeah. just felt like our time there was done. And this just feels so refreshing mm -hmm. and like, we don't feel guilty about you know anything that's gonna be on it just is yeah. us right and like you said the older our kids get it's you know they're introduced to now social media all that stuff so when you're on tv you're in a different light so being protective in that sense i guess is yeah you know we wanted to definitely just make sure we had that boundary and that we were able yeah. to control it so i mean there's nothing on this show that i'm like no scared not at about all. right showing of course not which is a big change <laughs> Yeah. Well, and it sounds like too, like you, like, you know, Cole, you just said you have just more like control over your brand. Not that you're like right. hiding anything from the cameras, yeah. but it's like, you don't have to show everything to the camera. Right. Right. And when it's just you guys, like that's who you are. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, sense. I feel like this show, I will say, I feel like it shows us more accurate, accurately than the other one, just because I mean, our life isn't really drama 24 seven. No. And this actually shows us together and our personalities mm -hmm. and like a more fun side that's more real, yeah. I feel like to us and authentic. Like we're goofy, we're fun, like that we were able to be ourselves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's a really interesting point that you're making because, you know, 
let's, let's face it, Teen Mom, it's it's a show about drama, you know, yeah. but it's about relationship drama. Right. Yeah. Whereas the drama here is the and the challenges of design right. and mm-hmm. what you're and going no. through, yeah. like, oh my God, will this work? Will it look good? Will they like it? And yeah, mm-hmm. totally different. The different kind of drama. Right. Yeah. Do you guys still keep up with the show and watch, even though you're not um, taking part anymore? I feel like when we left, it was just like, I need to just cut that out. Mm. Like, no, not that there's any bad feelings or anything. It just like, I don't know. It just, I can't, I like to watch things that give me like that happy feeling. Yeah. And I I don't like to watch things and just be stressed out the whole time. (laughs) So this is more of my type of, television show yes. right. i'm the same exact way yeah. i literally will have food network and hgtv on yes. all the time. it's just my comfort <laughs> tv shows yes and then like at night friends like i can't even yeah. watch housewives <laughs> and i'm like the worst entertainment reporter right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah ali we should talk about that i know <laughs> i'm the worst but it's like too stressful it is it's it's right. too much yeah i love the pioneer woman yeah, yeah, I love you. Yeah, I just like to feel good. <laughs> Molly Yay. Yes. So oh. good. <laughs> yeah, who else do you guys admire um, who's kind of, who's in this world and who uh, inspires you? I mean, the the OGs, Chip and Joanna, I feel like yeah. they're like king and queen. But... I feel like we'd be best friends. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that too. Be real honest. But I mean, there's so many great shows, especially on HGTV and right. so seeing how different couples work. And sometimes it's just these really amazing women. Mm-hmm. It's very inspiring to watch. Mm-hmm. Do you have a dream place that you would want to redesign? Like, would you like to work with Jill Biden and redesign <laughs> the White House? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And they need help with those Christmas decorations. Everyone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like my favorite is just these small town families. I mm. think I just love that so much. And just seeing how lives can be changed just by changing their home has been, I just love that feeling. Yeah. Do you like guys? Old, oh, old country homes. I mean, they just have so much character, history. like history. It's just, it's really amazing. That's the vibe. Mm, that's the vibe. Um, do you find that like in these small towns, it's difficult to get access to like the things that you guys need to to right. build these houses? And- yeah, like you like have great materials in the, right. in the home. We're a little more restricted in that area. We have a, probably not a, as big of a broad right. selection in right. certain areas. And especially after COVID, I mean, there was a lot of, yeah. there was a lot of things you couldn't get. So we were limited there for a while. Um, I think it's getting a lot better. Yeah. Like windows and doors were like almost impossible. You can't even for a touch while. that. Yeah. Cause you couldn't get them. So. And also, like, even like we don't have like these big furniture. We have furniture stores, but we don't have like your pottery barn or right. CB2. So, like, getting these houses like finished, finished, there's limited mm-hmm. there. But I mean, we do have a lot of local businesses that really helped us. Yeah, so much. And it was just amazing to see the community go together. And we really could rely on these small businesses. And Mm -hmm. just it it was a really cool experience. Yeah. 
would you have to allow um like kind of longer lead times because i mean i'm saw like the flooring that you ordered was so cool and the rug that rug with the right guess, antler rug yeah. like is that are you looking online to find this stuff no that is local that's wow. all local. Good balls yep that's, that's all local amazing. i feel like right away you kind of just had to know what you wanted so we could get an idea of what's available um and but yeah, that was all local. That was, yeah. you know, it was here. They got it to us right away. Yeah. That's, That's amazing. amazing. I mean, yep. there was great stuff. Mm -hmm. if, if, what are a couple of like tips that you would give um, to people, like people like Allie who need <laughs> <laughs> help? Like it's dealing with a small space too. Like I think right. that, like, our listeners too, a lot of the younger ones, like the For living sure. apartments. Yeah. I feel like sometimes people get caught up in trends and in the past, I feel like I tried to get into like with the super farmhouse vibe mm -hmm. and it just didn't feel like me. And so I think just going, finding pieces that you actually love and not being so worried about like, Oh, is this right. trending right now? I think <clears throat> is huge. Just like see something that feel makes you feel inspired, get that bad boy and you know, build your own space and not worry so much about, you know, what is trending. And I feel like when we did our house, we, we didn't really think what exactly went together. We found things that we liked, what, what were true to us and just did it. And then it, it all comes it together comes in together, the end. Yeah. Yeah. You take things that might be unlikely and put them right. together. It's like right. when you say like gold and antlers or like, <laughs> Like, what do you mean? That goes together perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> right. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. No, I so think unlikely combos. Right, for sure. And like not everything being from the same place. I know a lot of people right. fall into that. Like they just get right. everything from West Elm. Or like yeah. everything yep. from And it just all then looks the same. Looks like, like a set. Yeah, for sure. So bounce around, go everywhere and look yeah. online and just make it your own. Mm-hmm. Love it. Well, what are you most excited for this season for people to learn about you that they don't already know? You know, they think that they know you, but they now have this entirely new show to learn more. Right. What are you excited about? I think we touched on it before. I think I'm really excited for like our personalities to show a little yeah. bit more, like yeah. I said, because before it just felt like there's a lot of sitting around and talking. We didn't get to show like we are positive happy people we're not just all down in the dumps mm -hmm. I'm also excited for people to see like how handy Cole is and like oh very gosh. talented Jeez, thanks. and I think I'm excited <laughs> <is Andy. laughs> that wasn't really on the show before at all right I guess just like you said I'm I'm and what we mentioned I'm just more excited to show people who we really are I feel like we never really got to show that before yeah and this this is just a new light and this shows how we really are. And 
to see her amazing designs because she is very well (laughs) amazing well I can't wait for everybody to see it as well um and we are so excited to see all the amazing work that you guys do on this new season um on HGTV Bonnie you know all the details on it I haven't pulled up actually right okay yes everybody can tune in there's going to be six hour-long episodes starting January 16th nine o'clock I guess check your local time but nine o'clock on HGTV down home fab and I sure hope that you know, we're going to see more than one season here. So we need everybody to tune in. Yes. Yeah. Turn on your TV. (laughs) Yeah. Going to watch it all day. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Holly and I are going to have to do road trip, South Dakota. Now that we're going to go. Let's find an office there. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Amazing. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Congrats on the season. And we're so excited to watch. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. much. Very nice to meet you both. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Bye. Bye.